Welcome to the Rumble and the Frog Show for Stitchers. I'm Rumble. <laughs> and I'm the Frog, providing you with an enchanting escape of stitches and stories. And we're so glad you've joined us for fairy tales, fiber tales, and conversation about our most favorite thing right now. Today. <laughs> Hoopy <Hoopie> crafts. <laughs> Hoopy crafts. Things in hoops. Oh, yes. <laughs> Or nah. hoop-like things. Hoop-like things. Things Frames. that have been hooped. Yes. So <laughs> fun. All right. So we're continuing with our season four theme, move over from making. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So today we'll be talking about hoopy things and where to shop to supply your hoopy creations, <laughs> which we've dubbed our hoopla hop. So it is that time of year. Are you getting a lot of emails about the shop hop? Um, I am getting a lot of Instagram notifications. Yeah. It's shop hop time. So yes, I know like in the quilt shops have a shop hop this year, which is kind of cool. I never noticed that one oh, before. That would be fun. Yeah. There's the I-91 <laughs> shop hop, which we covered last year, which was a yes. fun, epic adventure. It was. And indeed. the main, don't they call it the main yarn cruise? Oh my gosh, Maine. that would be so fun. That's happening now too. I think it seems one to be day. a like pre-fall end of summer kind of fun fun thing to do so we'll take our hop kind of through some you know virtual lands virtual lands to supply our hoopla hoopla hop i think we're gonna say hoopla a lot today hoopla hoopla hoop hoopla (laughs) (laughs) so fun all right well before we do let's find out what's new with us so mm-hmm. you, I have barely even been able to pin down a text from, which is totally fine because you were so <laughs> crazy. Yeah. What are you doing lately? Um, well, if you've been listening, you already know what I'm about to say. I've been <laughs> moving and moving and moving and some more moving. Mm-hmm. So much moving. And I cannot wait for this moving to be more or less done. Yeah. But all in all. It's going okay. It's exhausting. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. So we we chose because we only moved like a few miles away from our other home we have sold. Mm-hmm. Uh, we chose to move by the car load. Yes. I've done this so many times. And, uh, you know, it's horrible. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's horrible. <laughs> no, it's not horrible, but it takes a long time. Mm-hmm. So the transition also takes a long time. Yes. Which there are many good things about and many frustrating things about. And then yesterday we rented a U-Haul for the really big stuff that doesn't fit in cars. And, Mm -hmm. uh, that was the thing, but it went, it went pretty well, actually. I thought it was going to be worse than it was and it wasn't Mm -hmm. so bad. So I guess I shouldn't be complaining. So that's all I've been doing. And as you just saw moments ago through our digital universe. <laughs> um, you saw my new studio space, which is currently um, a storage room <laughs> of stuff, <laughs> which is really another word for studio space. It's just, well, it's a disorganized yes, one right now. <laughs> you're going to get there and it's going to be so cool. I can't wait. Yes, it'll be, it'll be good. So um, is your, um, your parenting, your, your marriage is still intact. I feel like people are like, for oh, now we nicked some furniture. I'm like furniture. I think I just <laughs> nicked my life partnership. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I told my husband I was going to murder him only like four times. So <laughs> only, four times. only four times. And usually it's like with a hint of, you know, Oh, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but it's, you know, it's oh good. Gosh. And I actually joked with him. We were pulling things down from our attic at our other house, which, okay, right now the attic is like a hundred degrees. So every time you're up there, you're like sweating bullets. Mm. So we can only last like 15 minutes up there. And then, uh, I think I said to him as, as passing down a bin or something like that, I was like, I think this is the first time we've ever moved where I didn't want to actually murder you. <laughs> actually. <laughs> I, he said something to the effect of, well, that's real, real relationship growth or something. Like yes. That. That's <laughs> progress. Really good. That's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, oh, so that's, man. that's my life. But uh, what about your life? 
I'm good. I'm getting ready for some vacation soon. So Yay. I'm crossing my fingers that everybody stays healthy and we're able to travel. So more on that later. Yep. Yeah. Um, and really I'm just kind of scattered with makes. That's something that's on my mind. We talked about this a little bit on the phone once, Yeah. but I have so many things going on. It's not like me. I'm usually much more focused. So I'm not finishing as many objects as I would like. Yeah. And I have, but I have a lot of really fun, exciting things that are halfway three quarters of the way done. That's good though. That's okay. So, I don't know. And then on this trip, which is a road trip, we're mm-hmm. going up to Nova Scotia. So lots of driving. Yes. Um, which I, I'm so excited to hear about. Oh, I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait. Um, but I think maybe like normally I would start winding yarn and like set up my whole project that I'm going to do. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about bringing a UFO bucket that's a great idea. And yeah. just saying, Hey, you know what, this is what you need to do. Like bring yeah. these, bring these things, you know, and try to accomplish some stuff on the road. Then don't feel so attached to progress on one thing. Like, yeah. you know, you have all these little things. So if it doesn't take up too much space, like for example, I have a sweater that's all done, but sleeves, mm-hmm. like, you know, sleeves are smallish. Yeah. So I think I might do that. I think I might well, try that to sounds excellent. Yeah. Normally I would make a thing and then be like, look, this was what I made while we were, but I think it but might you could be... be like, this is what <laughs> I finished while I was away. I, I finished so. 20 things. It's amazing. I hope so. And I wanted to show you these I'm holding up for you listeners. My, uh, that looks like a big stack. Oh, gorgeous. So this is one of Amy's flowery granny squares. Yes. How many of those do you have? I am. Well, I was plowing through them from beginning to end, and then I got distracted and started just doing one round and color on all of them. Yeah, that's okay. I don't know. It was all different little yay strategies. They look great. Uh, but there will be, so I have a total of 16. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really good. Woo-hoo. And the last, I think five remaining of the 16 need this one more round to go, and then I'm going to seam her up. So what so, are we, what are we going to see this become now? So or don't will, you know yet? No, I think I figured it out. Thank okay. you. Instagram. <laughs> um, it will be a t-shirt. So the, these squares are pretty big. Like they're like five by five, maybe a little bigger. Okay. Maybe they're bigger than that. <laughs> they must be bigger <laughs> anyway, <laughs> more like six, right? Cause 18 and 18 would give me the bus that I need. So anyway, they'll go, there'll be two rows of six around. So you'll see one centered and two kind of half centered yeah. on the sides. And then awesome. the shoulder is created of two meeting at the top. Gotcha. Seam. And then it'll get a little crochet fringe around yeah. the neckline and a little micro sleeve added and then maybe a little trim at the bottom. That's great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Maybe in our show notes, I'll lay them out kind of what I mean, since that Ooh. was a very good description and I'll take a picture. That would be really cool to see. I like yeah. it. So I'm still crocheting, which is crazy, but this is the, I love the, the I love the crochet, Amy. I know. Crochet really frog. <laughs> I like it. I'm having a good time. So it's very good. And you're Excellent. right. You can't watch TV or movies. Impossible. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I bet there are crocheters who can. Yes. Cause I know there are knitters who absolutely can. Mm-hmm. So I bet there are crocheters. I never got there unless it's really basic, mm-hmm. but anything beyond the absolute most basic, I'm like, no, I got to actually count and look and mm-hmm. which I don't mind. Cause it's great for like listening to, um, podcasts, you know, <laughs> sure. Maybe a podcast, an audio like book, right? the frog. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> a self plug there. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Oh gosh. Anyway. So that's, what's new with me. Lots of different, um, craft types and half made things all over the place. So I love it. I think yeah. it's great. Surrounded by half made things. Um, I think it's wonderful. I'm surrounded <laughs> by the same boxes <laughs> and boxes full of them too. That's right. It's pretty that's bad. Right. <laughs> oh man. Well, should we <sighs> jump through a hoop? Ha ha. Yes. Let's do it. So first hoopla craft is embroidery. We're going to talk about Uh embroidery first. And I think we have the most to say there too, right? That'll be the meat of it. Probably. I think, I think this is true for today. Yes. Well, I thought, so you have a lot more experience with these kinds of needle crafts than I do. So I thought I would kind of share some of my recent adventures, which are more beginner esque. Sure. Um, And especially 
some cool ideas and projects that I've done that are awesome for learning while stitching, which I love. So excellent. So the first one I wanted to show you in embroidery land, and I really loved this project so much was my Jennifer Jangles 30 day sampler mm -hmm. volume one. So I will hold it up oh. for you while you click on Zilling. How many volumes are there? There are two so far. Okay. Oh, it's super fun. It's so fun. It's like a garden. I love it. You know, like when we have run by those garden beds. Yes. The community yep. gardens. I feel mm -hmm. like that's what this is. It's a community garden. It's so not cool. everything is necessarily like a florally stitch, but it reminds me of that vibrancy and like wildflowers, all these yeah. things popping up in different shapes. Oh, I love so it. it was really Great. fun. So this is a printed piece of fabric with 30 boxes. It's almost mm -hmm. like a little daily meditation. And the way she just, she does this, her name is Jennifer Heinen. Okay. Um, and you can find these on Etsy or on her own sort of e-commerce website. But what happens is once you purchase it, when you open it up, there's a passcode to follow in her blog a very nice, very clear written description of every stitch, but also a unique link with another passcode to a short tutorial video. Oh, that is great. It's amazing. And she's so great. I and she's so it. to the point. She says, Hey, welcome back. We're on block number three, you know, and she takes wow. it out and she makes one or two, and then it speeds up and she shows you the completed block. Um, so that's can, brilliant. I love that. So great. And so it's really what you're getting with this beginner sampler is that you get the printed fabric, all the thread and, and the two needles you need. Um, and you also get access to essentially a course. Mm -hmm. which you could stretch out over 30 days, but I sort of got obsessed. And then I was doing a couple a day and I, I did it in about two weeks. And the other thing I did was based on my hoop, I actually ended up jumping around. So if my hoop okay. was holding, you know, seven, eight, nine, and below that was 13, 14, 15, I was jumping Ooh, you around. Rebel. <sighs> I know I'm crazy. <laughs> Call me crazy. <laughs> so I really enjoyed, um, this so much. It was really addictive and fun. So I have to say for, so you bought a kit that had everything. Mm -hmm. Did it have the hoop out of curiosity? Oh, that is a good question. I'm just curious. A lot of kits don't include a hoop because people already have them, but I know kits have that option often, mm -hmm. but in any case, it yes, had it the did. thread and so it had everything you needed. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I have to say, I'm looking online. This says it's a $40 item. Yep. And it include like with everything you're telling me you're getting, that's a extremely good value mm -hmm. with the educational stuff that's written and visual. Yeah. And all really those is. materials, that's an extremely good value. I have to say, and I'm looking at her website and looking at a few of the other kits she has, they're all super duper fun and they all look really engaging. Yeah. That's a good word for it. it. I wasn't bored at all. And, and you get just enough practice in these little blocks to master it. And she mm -hmm. also gives you some sort of little, you know, bonus tracks, if you will, like Ooh. while you're working on, you know, uh, let's say you were doing a woven wheel in one color, she'll say, okay, well, just for fun, I'm going to do this last one in two colors so that you see that that's an uh -huh. option. So she was actually expanding the foundational stitches. She was giving mm -hmm. you some other kind of add-on skills, which I loved. Um, and she's so thorough when you're talking about the materials, she even included a sewing pin with like a big head on it. Yeah. Like a big plastic or glass head, because like maybe one of these required you to use a sewing pin to wrap just one thing. And she's included. So she's really covered everything for you. Yeah. There's no you way start. you could open this up exactly and not have everything you need. That is awesome. Yeah. What a credit to her as a designer artist and businesswoman, honestly, like, yeah, that's great. It was great. That's it really was really great. cool. So I might do volume two cause they're just so fun. You so know, why not? hearing you talk about this and like looking at her offerings and I have jumped ahead prior to us recording and looked at some of the other kits that you have mm -hmm. to share. This makes me feel like I want to do one of these. I've never done one of these actually, because I've just dove into whatever project I'm working on. Right. And like, whatever. 
I mean, I've done other sampler things, which I'll talk about later, but they're not in the same realm of thoroughness, I guess. Mm -hmm. And this sounds like a really exciting, like you were saying, like meditation and a break from like a huge project, do a little piece at a time, really go in depth to the stitch, not just like, okay, I have to get through this one to get to the next thing. It's like, no, I'm going to really understand this and appreciate how it's created. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm all right. I know what I'm doing as soon as my studio is put together. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, and this also led me to discover the concept of a thread calendar, which has blown my mind. Wait, a thread calendar? Yes. And I, we, we were talking back in the spring about this, but I will make sure. I don't remember this in our show notes. So there are a lot of different ways people do this, but (gasps) you can either, you know, use printed, you could buy a, I think you can actually buy a thread journal printed on fabric already. Now it's all coming back to my brain. And it looks like a big empty 30 day or um, 12 month. Yeah. Thing. I've seen them done, um, where the artist does their own thing in kind of general wedges and oh a God. 12 month pie wedge in a circular my, hoop. My beloved froggy. Yes. Do you I know really what we're going to be one. doing? What? We're going to design our own and have it printed through spoon flower. That's what I would love to do. We're, so we're doing you, this. You, you <laughs> said it first. I really You're talking about this and I'm like, oh, wait, I'm so excited. I know that's so great. All right. Those are amazing. I will put a link in to a beautiful blog that I read about someone's adventures in thread journaling. Ooh, okay. Um, she gives great tips on how to pick the icons that you're attempting to draw with thread, um, oh. how to even do a Google image search that's simple and will generate options that are like simply inspiring you. And you're like, oh yeah, I can create an ice cream cone if I do it that way. And you just (laughs) quick stitch an ice cream cone because maybe you went out for ice cream with rumple and that's what you want to document in the middle of June, Mm -hmm. you know? So they, (laughs) they blow my mind how cool those things are. Yeah. I, I can't wait for our listeners to check it out. So if you have any kind of facility with a needle and thread, anything, Mm -hmm. you really can take off an embroidery pretty quickly through these yummy sort of tutorials and these neat little courses and samplers. And it's, it's just really rewarding. And some of these stitches, you know, of these 30 stitches, some of them, I was like mind blown how great they are. (laughs) And others, I thought, wow, that was cool. And I made that. And I probably will never do that again, but that's okay. You know what? Like the bouillon knot. Oh yeah. Yes. I'm not into them. They look like little maggots. but they're fascinating how it works. Cause you're like wrapping in the thread and you're like, well, this is not going to work. And then you're like, Oh my God, it works. <laughs> oh my gosh. It works. Oh my gosh. It works. Oh, I yeah. love it. But for you newbie embroiderers, just try it. It's great. There's nothing cooler. Um, and once you've done Turkey work once you'll never, you'll turkey. never turn back. Oh my gosh. You're hilarious. I mean, I love Turkey oh. work. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. I'm looking at it now. I haven't thought about it in a while because I did it earlier in the spring and I'm like, this is just the best. Okay. Well, anyway. Yes. So that's a great beginner thing to do along those lines. I actually found another vendor on Etsy that I wanted to share. I don't know if you can get Mm -hmm. to them elsewhere from Etsy. I don't know. Um, I did look at the link you sent and this, this also looks super fun. Really fun. Um, This is DIY order. Mm-hmm. And they have lots of kits and lots of um, different needle crafts and things. But I also got a sampler from them, which I haven't started, but I'll hold up what it looks like when you get it. I love the one with the bumblebee and the, they're all really fun, but I love the one with the little bumblebee. So cute. So you middle. get this great printout. <gasps> yes. You got the ocean one, of course. I got the ocean one, of course. I love yes. my ocean things. Um, and then you can see they she has them labeled alphabetized, A, B, C, D, and so mm-hmm. on. And then below here, she has really great mm-hmm. stitch guide. So you're learning as you go, of course. Um, all your thread, you can probably, I know Rumple likes these crispy sounds, these like chip yes. these sounds that I should have done. I'm like, I should have opened it earlier. You like this. It's okay. Yes. Let them hear that. We're really talking about things that we really, I know that we really, these have. aren't made up. <laughs> so this comes all Ooh, organized for you. I like how that's done. Yeah. It's, it's on a thread tidy. card. So it's nice yeah. and tidy. And then Excellent. this one, unlike some of the other things I've seen, which is just for funsies when it comes printed, this one is actually already in color. Okay. Yep. 
I think that's a great feature, especially for people who might not feel they have the confidence to choose their own colors or aren't sure mm-hmm. of what colors to pair near where that's, that's <laughs> great. I love it. Yeah. And this one, while it's still beginner, I think it levels up just a little bit from the, well, it's different. Like I can see here, the stitches themselves are not more complex The actually the Jennifer Jangles one teaches mm-hmm. you some really kind of amazing types of stitching. Yeah. These are pretty straightforward, but I think this is going to give me the confidence to make little tiny drawings <gasps> Yay! because they're little tiny creatures, like little itty bitties. I'm into it. <laughs> and I'm talking about like the size of my thumbnail, a little crab yeah, they the are size very of my tiny. pink or an image, very simple image of the sun, the size of my pinky nail. And those kinds of little icons that suggest memories are what I want to get confidence doing so that I can do the thread journal. Yay. So, All right. Yeah. Here we go. I know. Here we go. <laughs> are you excited or what? I'm so excited. So excited. <laughs> All right. Well, before we move to your sort of more advanced embroidery stuff, mm-hmm. I just wanted to put another plug in because I really went crazy with embroidery in the spring. <laughs> oh, and I love the the next bit you're going to be talking oh, about. And I have a little, I'm so little thing to throw in there. This Awesome. This one. Go, go so for it. So I found an artist and designer from Nova Scotia, which is really cool because it was inspiring my trip too, but it's called Hook, Line, and Tinker. Amazing. Instead of Sinker. She <laughs> has printed designs for embroidery and uh, there's wildlife and animals and there are all kinds of neat themes. Mm-hmm. Some of it's kitted up. Some of it's just printed. Some of it's just a P- PDF. If you want to learn how to use your light board and how you yeah. transfer Then she also gives lots of recommendations and different ways to transfer the images for stitching. But you know me, I'm a beginner kit girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm digging through my pile. <laughs> so I picked deep dive, which has these really cool whales on it. And I'm almost done. I just have to do the circle. I'm intimidated by the circular outline. Yes. Oh, I think it looks great. She is awesome. These are very simple. That's beautiful. Um, they really only rely pretty much on back stitch or chain stitch mm-hmm. or French knot here and there, but nothing too complicated. And the nautical series that she designed is my favorite because mm-hmm. first of all, it's in those brilliant, um, really cool Scandi colors, like yeah. navy blue, nautical red contrast. That's it. I just, there's something about that, that speaks to me. I love that contrast color work. Um, but for those of you who like me come to embroidery later from other stitch crafts, she has some really clever ones that involve creatures that are doing stitch crafts. Oh, Hey, wait, I don't know if I've seen those. Okay. So look in the nautical. Yeah. Take a look in the nautical theme. Okay. And you will come across, for example, I'll hold this up for you. The industrious octopus. Oh yes. Okay. Aha. And I see there's like a squid winding yarn as well. Yes. And I think there's a crab with needles or hooks or something. So our industrious octopus looks to be knitting a blanket. Mm -hmm. Yes. With two arms, something like that. Yeah. Yep. Excellent. So, So the, you know, the just maker stitcher in me, how fun to be doing embroidery, getting inspired by it. And yeah. the little creatures that I'm embroidering happen to be doing stitchy things, not embroidering. Awesome. It cracks me up. It cracks me up. <laughs> so anyway, so it these are nice kids too. Up. <laughs> ha ha ha. Too good. All the hoopla. I love it. So her, her kits are great too. They also come with a hoop, um, pre-printed cotton fabric, the floss that you need. It's a high end floss too, by the way, Excellent. Uh, the embroidery you need and a stitch guide. So just to kind of show you an example here. I did buy one printed because I wanted to see it. So it's printed sure. really perfectly on there. It looks lovely. And then she includes a color guide that's labeled. Mm-hmm. I love like that. These other ones and like a really nice little stitch guide. Oh, cute. And when Is you it choose, a book? it's like a little foldy booklet. A fold- yeah. Okay. I couldn't quite tell from. All right. Yeah. Got it. The other thing I really like about her is when you choose these, she tells you what level of difficulty she thinks they are total mm-hmm. beginner, adventurous beginner. I really appreciate that. Yep. And there were a couple of cool postcards in there from Nova Scotia. It's a nice sort of, you know, indie yeah. shop touch. And cool. she also um, has land acknowledgement all over her products for the Micmac people, which I think is really oh, great too. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. In fact, one of her designs is a land acknowledgement design, which is cool. If anyone oh, wants cool. to try to make one of those for themselves. Excellent. Well, so, 
Ugh, I have her. to say, you, I think, told me about this. I had think, I think I had seen them, hook, line, and tinker. But you mm-hmm. were the one who made me go revisit. And I was like, oh, man, I've been missing out. I really love <laughs> her folk collection. Yeah, I knew you would. Especially, yeah, and she <laughs> offers a black and white version, but then a color version. And I especially love the Howling Wolves one. Yeah. I knew so, so cute. And the other thing I just want to mention for yeah, anyone that is awesome that is looking for a level up on their hoop framing of their hoop art, I should say, mm-hmm. that came out all garbled. But <laughs> she has, um, we'll include a link to this, but she has these modern hoopla yes. frames. Aren't They're they wooden beautiful? frames. They are. I do not understand how they work. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't understand how the embroidery is attached or displayed through the window if that makes sense like i don't know how this is fixed to the frame do you know what i I'm see saying? i think i understand because i looked into them a little bit oh, okay. you actually keep your embroidery in the hoop okay and the hoop goes into the back of it aha uh-huh. there's a ridge in the back where you actually put your own okay. hoop inside and so you do have to make sure the hoop you're using the mechanism this, on it will this. fit okay um but yeah they're very kind of Scandy clean, right? With they're that beautiful, sort of, and they come. Really... Go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> we're no, both okay. excited. <laughs> I know. Go ahead. I was just gonna say they come in multiple color options. Yes. Yep. Some. Yep. And also round and squared off. Too. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're really neat. I mean, that's a really nice way to hang this up on the wall. I think they're pretty awesome. Heck yeah. Oh yeah. Good finds. Good finds. Yeah. So my beginner embroidery is like too much fun. I love it. And I love oh, that I love your it. beginner embroidery is really evolving into you're not a beginner anymore. <laughs> oh, thanks. You're so good to me. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew how many strands of floss were in there? I didn't know how many strands were in floss. Now I do. <laughs> how many are there? <laughs> Six. Pop quiz. Yes. You win. You did it. I win. I win. <laughs> or at least we should yeah, say standard a lot embroidery about floss. <laughs> yes. True. And I also oh. learned about pearl cotton, like our pearl cotton thread, yeah. like imitating triple mm-hmm. and double strand. And then you don't have to deal with separating and all these things. And I don't know. Yeah. Thread gloss, which I now love. Oh, yes. And a clover oh, yes. embroidery needle threader, which is maybe the best thing that ever happened to me, for example. <laughs> so I've learned a lot. Awesome. I, I also bought reading glasses. So there. Aw. It's just part of the territory. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I've had glasses right. for most of my life. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's all good. <laughs> well, talk to me about your embroidery. You've been doing embroidery for a long time. So you have a different perspective, not fresh eyes, but seeing new things out there and trying new things. Yeah. So I guess I've been stitching well, embroidering since I can remember, mm-hmm. but nothing like crazy bonkers. Not really. So anyway, I know I've talked about this next book before in a previous episode, but I do want to re-mention it. Um, so I'm going to, I have a few books that I just want to shout out and then I'll talk about a particular website that I think is excellent. Um, but the mystical stitches book embroidery for personal empowerment and magical embellishment. Mm, Yes. This is by Christy Johnson. Um, she is wonderful. Uh, I got to meet her at Rhinebeck last year and she signed my book for me. I think I, again, I think I like blabbed and gushed about this in a previous episode, but I can't recommend this book enough. I just think it is full of incredibly inspiring images, ideas, encouragement, exploration, like really just go for it kind of thing. And if you want the tools to guide you, it's all in here. She has Mm -hmm. guides on how to do stitches that you will need really everything from really basic to more advanced, many more advanced. So it's not just like a pattern book. Mm -hmm. It's got everything, but it's really vibrant and inviting. And I love it. I think it's wonderful. Um, Again, so that's mystical stitches. I love that book. I'm not gonna go on and on forever because I'm we'll have to look what episode I talked about it previously. Sure. And you sh- but you should more. shout out that that very clever thing on the inside. Yes, because it is brilliant. So on the front so cover, 
you see it's an image of an embroidery. Basically, the cover is an embroidery. Mm-hmm. When you open it, the inside is the back of the embroidery. Mm. And it's just beautiful. It is. I love seeing that side of too. work. Because we we as makers get to see our own backside of work, but other people often don't. Right. And I think people don't realize what they're missing because yeah. <laughs> there's something going on back there. <laughs> almost just as beautiful as the front because it's got like this whole other life and dimension. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So that's like a permanent peek inside the yeah. backside of a, someone's embroidery, which I, I think, think is cool. wonderful. Oh, that's an awesome book. I love that book. <laughs> so good. So uh, good. Another book that I don't remember if I've talked about before, to be honest, but it's worth a mention right now. And so I would say this next one, it isn't particularly difficult in embroidery skill level, mm-hmm. but I think it's attention span hmm. that makes this book maybe not necessarily for advanced embroiderers, but you definitely have to be willing to stick with this. Um, it's called Stitch Craft. Mm-hmm. And the subtitle is an embroidery book of simple stitches and peculiar patterns and peculiar meaning there are skeletons with skirts that have (laughs) floral patterns and there's a snake with um you can see its insides and that's the Mm. embroidery there's all kinds of fascinating things there's two-headed well, it's called Penelope and Rose. Um, I guess I should say Siamese twins, but they're skeletons. Right. And this is something that you would see maybe at the Motor Museum in Philadelphia. Yeah, they're sort of, these are sort of like oddities and phenomena. Yeah. And curiosities. Curiosities inspiring the um, stitching. Very, That's really cool. Like, this reminds me of maybe some Mexican folk art. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a skeleton in a... I guess I would describe it best as a hoop skirt. And then in the hoop skirt are small little domes with vignettes inside each one. Yeah. That's really neat. Um, That's like a day of the dead looking type of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like all the stitches you see in here aren't particularly difficult, Mm -hmm. but when you look at the images, these are epic in the amount of time. Right. And I guess attention it would take to complete them. Like nothing in here is going to be completed in an evening as far as I am aware. Right. (laughs) I mean, maybe some crazy person could do that, but I don't know who, um, but there's just a huge array of really fascinating imagery in this. Even if I guess I like this book also because I like the imagery, not just the patterns. Like I find it extremely inspiring. Agreed. Um, yeah, oh, I kind of like the macabre and the, yeah, the sort of oddity curiosity aspect of it is appealing to me. It is. It's really nice. And I forgot to mention this is by Gayla Partridge. Cool. Awesome. Um, so that is an excellent book. Definitely. If you can find it worth looking through, it might not be for everyone, of course, but even if it's not your thing, it's definitely worth a look, worth a look. Um, the other book that I wanted to suggest people look into is called modern folk embroidery. Mm -hmm. And this book is definitely a stitch guide book with a lot of projects that incorporate, um, either applique or more involved little projects, I guess. I'm trying Mm -hmm. to flip to a page to show you one. Like these are, these aren't just embroideries to hang on a wall. Mm -hmm. Here we go. So like, for example, this is a folk doll. So Mm -hmm. you not only embroider, but you hand sew a doll. Right. Right. Um, And she's really embracing thread and wool. Nice. Which you Um, love. Which I do love so much. And this, this is by- Nancy Nicholson. Um, That's a good one. I want to check that one out. I like that it's combining forms. So, you know, learning to use your embroidery stitch skills as an embellishment. 
to some, maybe a skill you already have. Maybe yeah. you're already, maybe you're already good at wool felt appliques or you're already good at making purses or dolls. And, and now you want to like, level it up. Yeah. yeah really, like, really cool. Super cool. Really useful projects in there too. Um, great for gifting. Actually, a lot of these little things would be, some of them are small enough. You could probably do like, I think this is super fun. Um, a pin cushion. Mm-hmm. Nice. But it's a, like a miniature one. Like that would make such a great gift and it wouldn't take that much. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. I could go on and on about all That's these fun. things. <laughs> That's a fun um, so those are books that I would recommend for um, embroiderers to check out or people interested in embroidery, maybe haven't gotten there yet, or maybe you've been embroidering for a long time and you need something new and different. Because mm-hmm. those, these all, I think, offer something new and different to, I would say, people who are where you are just learning or maybe have been embroidering for a long time, but I would say more on the traditional path. Right. Um, this will take you down a different avenue. Which I yeah, think it's neat fun. what's out there now because it's not just, you know, people aren't just doing monogramming hankies and things. Oh, no. You it's know? like you can do rooms of embroidery now. It's really <laughs> neat how it's being incorporated in a mixed media kind of way and other, yeah, other stitchy things. So fun. Stitchy things. Yes. Stitchy things. Very good. Um, so this last, this isn't the last thing, but not a book, but another online shop, mm-hmm. which you've probably heard of. I'm sure you've heard of Kirki press. I think I have. Yeah. Um, I know she definitely had some kits in at least one of the shops that we did on the I-91 shop hop last year. Mm -hmm. And I've got two Mm -hmm. of her kits that I are both in progress. Um, But anyway, just briefly, she offers a very broad selection of kits for all skill levels. So brand new embroiderers to advanced level. And much like the kits that you had talked about um, Jennifer Jangles, DIY order. These, you can buy the kits with the fabric printed. And in fact, right. I think most of her kits are offered only like that. And I think you can maybe just get the PDF pattern separately. Right. She also offers tools, some tools, and her designs are really whimsical, super delightful. They're really easy to use and they're very well supplied. Um, I like I the Zodiac gonna... signs. Oh, they're those so are, fun. Those are really fun. And then there's one tool because you mentioned it. These one day I'm going to buy one of these, her needle threaders. Mm-hmm. So these are her illustrations that have been, I believe, laser cut in metal. Cool. They are beautiful. There's some animal ones, a rabbit and a bear. And then she has some florally ones. Oh, um, that's neat. They're really, really, they're beautiful tools. Mm-hmm. That's, they're just really beautiful and they're really simple, but yeah. I like that. They're not just the, um, old school needle threaders that right. they're, I mean, they're functional of course. Right. But I, I like pretty tools as yeah, I think. No tools are inspiring. You appreciate. <laughs> yes, I certainly do. Um, Neat. so I've. I've done the Fox doll. I've done two of her doll kits, or I should say I have them in progress. Um, the Fox one and the little babushka doll. <laughs> and those they're really beautifully designed. Um, really straightforward. She has the stitch guide. And of course I don't have any of this. I don't know where this stuff is right now. It's somewhere floating around in my studio. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, one day I'll share these things actually yeah. when I can find them. Oh, she has um, some samplers too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lots of them. Yes. Fun. Yeah. She fun, has a fun, huge fun. collection of things to choose from. Yeah. For knitters coming over to embroidery. I've actually seen this one before. She has one called the knit sweater embroidery mm-hmm. stitch sampler. And mm-hmm. all the stitching is really of a sweater. I mean, she's just getting better than that. Right yeah, there. it is. <laughs> it, and it's beautiful too. It looks like a knit sweater. The That's little really cool. sewing. Yeah. Oh. I appreciate these people who are kidding things up where on the one hand, there's the hoop and printed fabric and the embroidery needle and all the floss without you Mm -hmm. having to choose colors and blah, 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 all of that. I also really like the ones where you can, there are drop downs like 
do you want the hoop included or not? Yeah. Do you need the yep. hoop and needles included or not? Mm-hmm. Do you want just the PDF or do you want it printed on the fabric for you? You know, mm-hmm. I appreciate the sort of versatility because not everybody wants all the things, you know? So I like that. Yeah, for sure. That's pretty cool. Very cool. Oh, she has some pendant kits too. That was on my list of things to try. To make little oh, tiny pendants. I'll have to look at those. I don't know that I've seen those. Oh, those are cool. Let me look. look at the fruity one. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh. How fun. <laughs> it's little bananas. I like they're in the little beautiful little wooden hoop too. So fun. We got to do that. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to be busy. List. We're going to be very busy. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Awesome. Um, and then um, just some other things to add, which I know you're aware of at least one of these, I think both um, just supplies. Mm-hmm. So if you are looking for a huge selection of online supplies mm-hmm. and granted you can find embroidery supplies, many places now in person and online, mm-hmm. but two of my favorite places online are snuggly monkey Mm-hmm. and Brooklyn haberdashery. Yes. And the snuggly monkey, snuggly monkey. <laughs> I've never, they do have a storefront. I don't, it's far, far away. I've never been there And Brooklyn haberdashery. I have visited her booth at various fiber festivals. Mm-hmm. So that is super fun. If you ever get a chance to visit either of these in person, I'm sure that's a treat. But um, yeah. they both have such wonderful selections for embroidery, hand sewing, cross stitch, and sashiko, which I think we're going to devote sashiko more time in a different episode and I think not so. really talk mm-hmm. about it today. Um, but it definitely overlaps into some of these things we've been talking about. But anyway, these online shops both have excellent supplies for all of those thread crafts, I would say. They really do. And having good supplies, like you said, is so inspiring when you have good stuff. Yeah. 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 It's fun. We should talk about thread gloss just for a hot second mm-hmm. because <laughs> I got mine at Snuggly Monkey. I got mine there twice. Too. <laughs> I got mine there twice. So did you get a scented one then? I did. Okay. I did. And you have to remind me what scent. Well, first I got like the goddess scent. Uh-huh. Which was nice. Yeah. Um, but then I went with my go-to and I got the lavender scented one. And how do you like them? I love them. And also they're necessary. They're <laughs> super helpful. So these are beeswax. Basically, that's really all it is, is a beeswax mm-hmm. that you draw your thread through to make it easier to thread. It kind of keeps all your strands together, um, gives your stitch nice definition. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knew? But that's the thing you need. It, it also saves time in my opinion. Yeah. So the extra five seconds you have to take Mm -hmm. to gloss your thread will reduce. It doesn't eliminate it. Let's be honest. Yeah. But it reduces the thread tangling, which is nice. And when you snip an end, you get a really nice straight Mm. snip and, and there's a lot of reasons why. Yeah. It's great, but that's just some of the things you can find in these special specialized shops that you might not find in the big box craft store. Yeah. Um, so that's really neat. Cool. Excellent. Yeah. I had no idea too. I had no idea that, um, embroidery flosses were getting hand dyed and all those kinds of things. Oh my gosh. So all those things you love about knitting and crocheting are, are all happening in embroidery too, which I love. Yeah. So come on and join us. If you haven't already come and join us crocheters, Mm -hmm. you will become addicted. (laughs) (laughs) It it. will be a wonderful new problem. You have, (laughs) it will be great. Awesome. Oh, well, should we talk a little bit about two other types of needle crafts that we've been hooping? We should hoop. So Uh, my embroidery kind of came to life actually, because I went back to cross stitch briefly. Mm -hmm. So I just had like a little blast of cross stitching that happened in in the spring. (laughs) And it was just something about threading up the needle and the repetitive motion. And also counted cross stitch is fun. I do kind of like that too. Mm -hmm. Um, the last time I had cross stitch was in high school. My eyes were better then, <laughs> whatever. Um, but like God's gift to cross stitching, if you're so lucky as to have an iPad or some other tablet mm. where you can explode your chart and actually mark things off as you go. Yeah. 
and then yeah. clear it away and use it again. I mean, yay. I just yeah. remember in high school marking up those papers and then that was it. Like you never right. had that one and again. done. Right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it was really fun to go back to cross stitch. It was such a simple, it definitely launched the embroidery for me. So if people have an cross stitch, that might be a fun place to start. Yeah. Um, with a finer thread and needle, if you want to get a little needle in your hands too. But I found myself for some reason, delighted by snarky cross stitch. <laughs> and I think that's how I found it relevant for myself. Uh-huh. So as a kid, I think I can remember buying kits that had like puppies or butterflies or whatever I was yeah. in high school. Yeah. Um, and I found two really great sources of what can only be described as snarky cross stitch, <laughs> which were just really speaking to me this spring. They yeah. were speaking to me and I felt the need to amplify those messages in cross-stitch. So I found um, a book by Haley Pearson Cox, that's hyphenated, Pearson Cox, called Feminist Stitches. Excellent. And on the cover, there's a beautifully hooped cross-stitch that says, don't tell me to smile. <laughs> bom, bom, bom. <laughs> anyway, inside she has the Rosie the Riveter, you can do it as an inspiration. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, and a few other ones in here. Let's see. Like girls just want to have fundamental human rights is another uh-huh. one. That's so awesome. this is a great book. So in this book has really great instructions. It tells you the DMC colors you mm. would use and it came, and this might be fun for youngsters in your life who want to start stitching too. Um, it came back here. There was a hoop and threads. Oh, wow. Used- one of the projects. Cool. Um, and so it was like this glossy art book with a kit attached. That's Very awesome. Fun. Bonus. So I loved that. And from that one, I completed, where is it? This one. Yes. So I completed this smash the patriarchy. It looks great. Cross stitch, which I am saving. I am actually, I have like big plans for this, which maybe we can talk about in another episode, because I think we're going to lean that direction in another episode, but this is going to get incorporated into a garment. I love it. It really turned out beautifully too. It's so fun. It has all the different like skin tones for these little fists that are like fighting the patriarchy. I love it. (laughs) It's so great. So that was one. And then another one I did, and it's all framed up and pretty. And I showed this to you, I think at some point along Mm -hmm. the way was my snarky octopus one. Yes. So I clearly (laughs) have a thing for sea creatures. Big time. We got it. We got to tell the people what it says. Yes. It says, sometimes I wish I were an octopus so I could slap eight people at the same time. <laughs> so there's just something about like, oh. I don't know. There's something about like the dutifulness or like the demurring nature of like a woman being made to sit and do needlework, like against her will, like until yeah. recently, I mean, we're doing it <laughs> yes, voluntarily. Um, and now there are all these like feminist stitching things out there, which cracked me up. So I just wanted to (laughs) reference and just, you know, I, a little like bleeper advisory because some of these are really leaning towards Mm. rude, which I find to be very amusing, but not everybody might, not Um, not for children, probably not for children's eyes, but there is an Instagram subversive cross stitch. Uh And that is where I found, um, she posts designs and designers. And that's where I found a PDF design for the octopus one and more. She has a lot to say about a lot of things. Excellent. Um, So anyway, just fair warning. It may not line up with your political proclivities or your opinions, but it's pretty funny. So check her out. If you want to just say, Hey, I want to get back to cross stitch and do it, but you're trying to find the relevance, Mm -hmm. (laughs) maybe a little, a little snark will get you inspired to go back to your cross stitch roots because what you have to say can be said in cross stitch. Darn it. (laughs) I love it. I think that's great and super fun and it's necessary. (laughs) Absolutely necessary. It's neat. It's neat. There's a lot of, uh, what's the word, um, craftivism, you know, Mm -hmm. have you heard that? There's a lot of people articulating their, um, opinions right now. A lot of women through craft, which is, you know, heartwarming and also just kind of where we are. So yeah, that's that. I like it. Yeah. I think it's good. Well, I think we have one more thing to talk about. Yes. We mentioned getting into a little bit together on our beach date. Yes. Haven't done it since, by the way, but I will. That's okay. But I will. We, uh, the last thing we have today is punch needle. Yes. Slash punch needle embroidery slash 
<laughs> magic needle slash there's a million other names that I don't oh, know right now. Magic needle is, I was wondering what magic needle was in there. Yes. So I will give my two seconds of the similarities and differences. Please do. <laughs> so punch needle in its essence is a hollow tube a metal hollow tube with a pointed end that has an eye like in the needle of an eye mm-hmm. or an eye in a needle you know I what have, i'm saying i know it's an eye of the needle <laughs> and you thread the yes <laughs> you thread a yarn or other thread through mm-hmm. it and out the eye and you punch that through fabric and it leaves hoops loops i should say not hoops It leaves loops on (laughs) one side and flat stitches on the other side. So if you can imagine a piled rug, Mm -hmm. then you can imagine what this craft looks like. It's pretty popular. I'm guessing many people have already heard of it. Um, But also if you have ever heard of or seen hooked rugs, it's a similar, it's not the same, but Mm -hmm. it's similar to that. It's almost like the reverse of hook drugs, um, traditional hook drugs. So anyway, so you basically push the yarn through the material and you're working on the back of the work. Typically that's not always the case. And the front of the work is the loops that mm-hmm. are created from the tool. And, uh, really the, I would say current mother of all for this craft. Like if you want to know anything about this craft and you're just getting started, uh, go check out Amy Oxford. Mm -hmm. She's like the, the grand, the, the matriarch right now. Yes. And the book, my mom got me her book. It is an, a phenomenal resource and you have it right now. I do. Sorry. (laughs) No, no, that's totally good. But you're checking that out. And that's called the punch needle rug hooking book. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it has a subtitle, which I carelessly did not write down, but that's full of detailed information on how to do punch needle, the materials, the supplies, the tools, blah, 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 inspirational projects, um, completed projects by other artists that you can kind of draw ideas from. Um, what else? I don't know. So, my, I'm, I'm fried. If you couldn't tell, I know So anyway, but you hauling it's okay. Yes, it is exhausting. So, but the, so punch needle is typically used for yarn mm-hmm. punch needle embroidery slash magic needle slash mm-hmm. many other names <laughs> is typically used with embroidery floss mm. or maybe sock yarn. Okay. All right. So much finer yarn mm-hmm. or floss or even possibly thread. Um, so the scale of these two things is pretty different. So mm-hmm. punch needle with yarn, the scale of the loops is going to be really plush and thick. And the images you create aren't detailed unless you get bigger right with your work right. whereas the punch needle embroidery you're working on a much smaller scale so you could make very detailed images in mm-hmm. a smaller space Which i hope neat. that helped kind of paint a picture cuz i feel like i'm doing a terrible job right now <laughs> well i think you're not doing a terrible job but i also think that punch needle is a strange thing really because there's even my little bit of experience is sort mm-hmm. of mind blowing. Like, are we talking about the front or the back or wait right now? This feels like the front, but it yeah. could also be the back. So it's yep. sort of, it's interesting how from the back of the work, like traditionally from the back of the work, you punching through and mm-hmm. leaving loops on the other side, which you can look at later. You could snip them Yeah, yep. that there are unlooped or you could leave them <laughs> loopy doopy and yeah. you're filling in areas with colors. Right. And on a big scale with yarn when yeah. you're doing those sort of almost like, a, um, 
painting with color, right? Like you're filling yeah. in big areas. Yep. Um, but when you're, but then there's all these other versions that actually intrigue me more where and then punching through is just to get you going, but it's where you punch again and draw the yarn across mm-hmm. the quote back. Yes. Which feels a little bit like embroidering a stitch. Cause you're drawing yarn across the fabric Hence- on the back punch needle embroidery. Yes. Cause many, like you're describing, there are absolutely many people using this tool to look more like an embroidery. Mm-hmm. So you, they're utilizing quote unquote, the back of the work as the front. That's right. Yep. Which gives you a smoother finish. You're not having all the loops. Yep. It's all smooth. And then yeah. the loops are gonna, which are on the quote unquote front side, but now become the back side. <laughs> yeah. That which in that instance are in your not desired side. So yeah. here's what I think we should do. Okay. I think we should keep talking about our reference books that we've tried for project ideas and things like that. So people can get a sense. And then I think we should try to include some references maybe to the two, two art forms so that mm-hmm. people can just click quickly and see, aha, that's a front yeah. side version traditional punch needle. And then, mm-hmm. aha, that's what they mean by if my, if I focused on what was happening on the back of the work, that could be the, the art desired yeah. art artist outcome too. Yeah. So we'll do that. So okay. we'll flush that I out like a little it. bit because it is hard to, until you've done it too. It's like, yeah. what, which was a very cool experience I had on the beach with frog. I mean, Yay. that's me with you. With I know what you meant. And yeah. I will say, so the punch needle embroidery I have used, which you have used what's called the ultra punch needle. Yeah. And it's a metal needle with a plastic housing and you mm-hmm. can adjust the, who, the loop height with that mm-hmm. tool. Now the Amy Oxford punch needles are larger and not adjustable. And you use different size needles to obtain different sized loop heights mm-hmm. and you use different diameter punch needles for different weights of yarn. Right. Um, so the ultra punch needle is really designed for smaller yarn, like really fine yarn or the floss. And I do want to just recommend and put out there, um, if people have never heard of domestica, it's an Mm -hmm. online, uh, creative school, I guess Mm -hmm. I'm sure their website puts it much more eloquently, but that's how (laughs) I've said it. Um, anyway, I did a class on there and it's all at your own pace and Mm -hmm. at your leisure called introduction to punch needle embroidery with Laura Amoeba. Nice. And I took this class. These are all things you do have to pay for, I will say, but they do tons of discounts all the time. So keep an eye out if this is something that interests you. And they have classes like on everything. Um, but anyway, Laura Amoeba is an artist who I followed her work since I discovered it quite a while ago. And I saw she had a class and I was like, I love her work. I want to see her process. Like, did I need to do this and pay for the class? Probably not. However, I am someone who's really inspired by seeing someone else's process and thoughts and inspiration. So this, for me, this was well worth it and a really great class. Um, anyway, neat. There are to that end, there are more and more I'm finding classes online that are Mm -hmm. loaded up in, I'm sorry, that are loaded up in modules Mm -hmm. virtually that you work through at your own pace more and more. more. So it used to just be like craftsy, right. Or now there's um, a lot back in the day you'd buy a DVD. Yeah. Right. And watch like one chapter at a time, but there are more and more classes that are like locked and loaded as Mm -hmm. fully asynchronous which is great for us yeah. because as much as I love interacting with a teacher mm-hmm. either on zoom or in person, um, I just think it's really cool. And very often they come with access to the instructor. Like for example, to ask questions yeah. along the way, which so is you're crazy not, like, to totally me. on your own, but that's, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. I think that is so neat. Oh, so. I love it. Well, I use DIY order to get a beginner punch needle <gasps> kit. Um, that same company that provided the little sea creature sampler. I don't think I knew about this. Yeah, I got one. I have not mucked with it at all, but it has the little monk's cloth in there. I'll show you. 
<laughs> Again, making the potato chip bag noise everyone hates in the. Um, the I don't know what you're talking about. We all love it. Okay, so <laughs> this would be an example of punch needle embroidery style because we're going to okay. be not you know the loops uh-huh. aren't the issue. Yes. So here is a printed fabric. Right. Okay. I do know what you're talking about. Yep. Yep. Got and it. And it came with a wooden needle. I'll just hold this up. Yep. And some big old yarn. Excellent. And it came with very similar to their other kit. They do a really nice job picturing mm-hmm. the shapes you're going to try to make. I and cannot wait to see how doing this works. Guys. Cause yeah. this is not something I've ever explored with punch needle. This, the quote unquote backside of the work as being the front side. So I'm excited yeah. to see this. This is yeah, super I'm fun. excited about this. So this one, the stitches that are printed on and that I'm, will be attempting to make through the back mm-hmm. action of the punch needle exercise are things like leaves, rosettes, um, grassy shapes, sort of like filler shapes that might remind you of something like satin stitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the action on the back of the work, but it's being treated as the final outcome. Um, I love it. so, which is to me a more intriguing than the just filling in, but I don't yeah. know because I've seen in some of the project books and we can mention those next, some really great, like quick pillow cover ideas where you get this yeah. beautiful, like loopy doo pillow cover that is so mm-hmm. satisfying and, and squishy and yeah. And how neat to make your own you know, wool pillow sham like yeah. that. I mean, that would be such a cool thing to have in your house as something you made. Heck yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm going to share those. So two books, you had one and I had one. Yours is called weekend makes mm-hmm. punch needle 25 quick and easy projects to make by Sarah Moore. It has like a framed hoop art project, a craft basket, um, a pillow cover, a plant holder cover. Yeah. Things like that. Um, and then I found one recently called punched techniques and projects for modern punch needle art. And that's by Stacy shot, mm-hmm. which is S C H double A T. And we'll put these in the show notes. Um, and what I like about this one, which I know a little better than yours. So I've looked at this one a little mm-hmm. more, but yep. for the truth, this is an interweave and it just does that thing. I love about interweave. <laughs> yes. The projects are in there, but the opening talks about types of yarns, alternative yarn options, mm. maybe use fabric scraps. Um, there's a page on types of foundation cloth. So burlap monks cloth, other ones, and why you might choose, um, even hoops and frames. Do you want to use a no slip hoop? or a stretcher bar frame or a gripper frame. And did you even know that those were things, right? (laughs) Um, And a nice page spread that gives you a sense of the Mm. sizes of the tools. So the first sort of 10 pages of this one really are like a um, survey class and in all the sort of functioning aspects of this craft. And then it gets into simple projects. So you can Which is absolutely useful for anyone who's new to this craft because Mm -hmm. it is not hard to do, but it's definitely tricky in the sense that I think it's so simple that you're like, wait, what? That's how I felt. I was like, wait, what? Like I'm doing something wrong. And (laughs) it definitely, no, it's not like you pick it up and you're perfect at it. No, no, there is, there is technique to this. Don't I, I shouldn't like make light of it. There is technique and it does take practice to, I would say, have a refined thing if that's what you're going for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but really like Stella, my 10 year old daughter has picked this up very easily. And, you know, I think she was frustrated at first because of some, I think tension issues, mm-hmm. but once she figured that out, she was like, do, 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 do. Um, so I don't know. It's a really, it's a really gratifying craft. I think. Yes. Um, yeah. I love it. I love it. She's also, you might be interested to know that some of the projects in here, there's one where she's making little patches, kind of like think Girl Scout or little adventure patches. And I thought you would be interested to know that these are done in embroidery floss and they're done on felt, which I need to look at that. So she's obviously got something sharp enough to get through felt and then she's making patches, which is the problem going, isn't going through the felt it's it being held there. So I would love to of that book mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. see her methods because that's yeah. something that I have attempted and not had very good success so I'm wondering 
how she's successful. Cause awesome. I love that. All right. Yeah. Excellent. I love it. Very cool. Well, look at all these hoopla hoops. Whoop, whoop. Hoopla hoopla. Awesome. Didn't you want to add something fun? Didn't you learn something about hoopla? Um, well, to close, um, yes, I'm, uh, wiped out <laughs> and looking forward to being done moving. I should say, yes. sorry. And getting back to some real making, which will include some of these hoopy things. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I thought I would f- share some fun tidbits about hoopla that yes. people may or may not know. So at dictionary.com <laughs> yes hoopla in the u.s is uh it means bustling excitement or activity commotion hullabaloo Woo-hoo. which i think probably most people know but mm-hmm. or to do but in british culture mm. hoopla is a fairground game in which a player tries to throw a hoop over an object or so uh, and to win it, which is kind of like games. I think we play at festivals. Do you know, like the goldfish thing? Like yes. I'm trying to You're throwing the rings out, trying to get the, over the goldfish bowl. Yes. Um, so anyway, I just thought that that was fun and would share that. Cause I didn't realize that hoopla was the name for that game oh, yeah, or like either. it's original name or whatever. I don't really know. That's I awesome. I didn't, I didn't look into the history, but I, it's okay. You know. This is a good tidbit. I love it. And uh, the last tidbit is that Hoopla is also a book mm-hmm. and it's called, it's a wonderful book. I've borrowed this from the library. I don't own this book, but it's Hoopla, the art of unexpected embroidery by Leanne Prane. Very good. Um, definitely worth a look. It's really interesting. Wow. So. We have really um, referenced a lot of books and resources in this episode. Yeah. Lot. We're totally cool and nerdy that way. Yeah. We really nerded <laughs> out. We got like online e-commerce sites. We got classes you can take online. We got I mean, books you can learn from. If you want to do some stuff with thread, yarn, and some form of needle mm-hmm. and fabric, uh, you're stacked just from listening to this yeah. episode. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should end right there. No, we have to do our thing. So it's so long for now as it's time for us to return to the woods to forage some more. But we'll be back soon with more stories and stitching. Until we meet again. Happy stitching. Happy stitching. <laughs>